You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. We are back. <laughs> we say welcome back every episode. No, we suck. You know what? <laughs> I, I say from now on, we just let it go. Yeah, we don't even we don't even make an introduction about where we've been and what Mm-mm. we've been doing and why we haven't had an episode in three weeks. So. I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. Like, I feel like we say the same shit every single time. I mean, the, what we say is true. It's just that at this point, I don't think it warrants a, a, a um, right a, what's it explanation. called explanation. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, shit is just. I mean, I keep cursing. Sorry, guys. I started school. I'm very stressed. Um, still working full time, so I'm stressed, and I'm trying to manage in. God is culture in between of everything. It's like a lot, you know, but I'm not making an excuse. How's school going? It's hard, mm-hmm. but it's going to be worth it in the end. So I am open-minded. Yes. So if you have any advice to me, because I feel like I haven't been in school for a year. So like, like, okay. So the assignment was due like December 1st and it was like November 27th. I'm like, okay, like that. I got a due date. Like I got this. The next day I looked, it was December 4th, and <laughs> no assignment had been done. And I'm looking at myself like, nobody even said anything, like, you know? But it's like grad school, like, nobody's going to say anything. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I started off my trimester of college, my first trimester of college. Yeah. Mm, that sounds too much like pregnancy. I know, it scared me for a second. I stopped myself. I'm like, am I saying this right? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called in grad school. In grad school, it has like trimesters or semesters. It's not a pregnancy. No. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean, that's good though. You're getting to, into the swing of things. Yeah. Things have been busy for me too. We officially started our, I work for Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater, and we officially started our New York City Center season. So I have to work shows like twice a week. And events. I know. She booked them busy. She she gave me three options to film <laughs> this week. And I was like, sis. Which means, for, literally, I'm in, I don't even get home some days from work until 12. Wow. Yeah. Mm-mm, they would have to put me in an Uber. Mm-mm. Yeah. But uh, you love your job. So I, do, I really honest. do like my job. So that's the payoff. Right. And I don't have to do it every day. Like once or twice a week. But yeah, into this news. I feel like all the news I have is, is negative. Yeah. Yeah, so um did you guys hear about the ten year old girl who committed suicide? Very sad. Super sad. It of actually course, pissed me off. It was a result of bullying. I don't know in what world people think it's okay to bully people, but it's very whack. And mm. I don't know why people even take this lightly at all. No, it's very serious, too, because it's, it's kids you're messing with. You're playing with a child's life. So now suicide is, you know, talked about more. Mental illness is being talked about more. And, you know, students are going through bullying at a younger age. So now they're more exposed to having early on... Thoughts of suicide. Thoughts of suicide and yeah. old, early on signs of mental illness. And it's a scary thing. It is. Actually, over Thanksgiving break, um, I saw this movie called Wonder... And it's actually an amazing story. But at one point during the movie, it's about a little boy who has a deformed face. Um, he was born that way. And he had never been to a public school, or like a regular school. So he entered his middle school years. And um, his parents let him try school. And of course, he knew it was going to be awkward. Because in everyday life, people looked at him different. Or kids made faces or said things behind his back. But he thought he had made a friend. Because it took you know a while for people to get used to him. He thought he made a friend. And behind his back... 
Um, just to keep up with the Joneses, this little boy didn't really feel this way, his friend, but because he was around other people who were assholes, he was like, if I looked like him, I would kill myself. And the little boy heard it. Oh my God. So because of that, in the movie and in the book, he doesn't talk about wanting to kill himself, but he does like skip school for a few days and he wants to quit. And it just goes to show that kids can be so mean and you really have to watch what you say. And in that movie, the kid, um, the group of kids who are being mean, one of the parents, like, they took the class picture. He cropped the little boy who had the disformed face out. I mean, the, the mom cropped the boy out. The mom was basically like, this boy shouldn't be al- allowed here because it's too much for our kids to handle. As opposed to making her kid rise to the occasion. Right. And, you know, learn how to accept people who don't look like you, who aren't like you. And that's an important fact because because more times than none is the kids that's actually sheltered and who are not in these communities such as um, LGBTQ communities or African-American communities and they get put into these situations and they start thinking that everything they're seeing is weird or strange or different. When in fact, your parents kept you in this little bubble and now you're in the real world and you don't know how to react. Mm -hmm. So it really does stem back to how you treat your kid, how you raise your kids. Because that parent should have took that as an opportunity to be like, come, people are different. Mm -hmm. People are going to look different. They're going to sound different. They're going to speak in different languages and that's okay. And that would have been a learning point. And, you know, I hope... Is this a true story? Was that a based on a real story? I don't know if it's based on a real story or not, but it's very. I mean, I could it's see common. it being real. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the slave trade in Libya. Disgusting. I am. I am disgusted. You know, I'm disgusted at the fact that let and not. It feels like regular civilians are detesting it, and not our government. We see CNN reports it, and you know, kudos to them. BBC is reporting it. But has Donald the Duck Trump said he detests what's happening in Libya? As huh. besides, of course, we have we have the politicians who we know um, are down for the cause. Kamala Harris, you know, people like that. That you know. Are, Obviously, it's spoken out a little bit, but it's like the people who can make these decisions to where are they bring something to the UN are really doing nothing, and it's highly disgusting to me. No, I I think that's a good point to prove too. Like, what can we do? Because like it's easy for us to you know come on the the podcast, we talk about it, and then we talk about it in our subgroups with our friends and our families. But what can we do as American citizens to help Libya? Because that is not okay, and at some point, somebody. The little, the lowest people, the highest people. Somebody got to do something. Like you know, a lot of people say it starts by calling your congressman or congresswoman. But honestly, I don't know if that really makes a difference. I'm not saying it doesn't. Don't quote me. But if you're somebody who knows about this more than I do, because Please tell us. yeah, let us know. Comment like in the comments um, section of the post that we put up about this, or on SoundCloud, and let us know because I often hear write your congressman, call your congressman, but. I'm going to be honest. If I was a congressman, I'm not answering those calls. And I'm also yeah. having my secretary look at those, you know, whatever you're writing me. So right. at that point, does it actually do anything? And we know all politicians lie at this point. Right. So what can we really do? Um, but it's a pray. sad reality. No, it is. And we're we're praying for the people that are getting kidnapped and the people are, that, be, that are being sold. For- and the people who are dying trying to escape it. Did you, hear, did you see in France how they had all those... Those coffins. Oh, no. Or they had all these coffins laid out for these m- women and children who died trying On a to boat, escape. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That was crazy. But yeah. Yeah. Um, some positive news? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Meghan Markle. That's why you said her last name. I don't know. Sure. The one who's marrying Prince Harry. The princess. Yes. Can I just say that, like, shout out to sis for... Mm, definitely. Didn't know she was brown, though. I didn't. I didn't either. She looks... Well, you know what she almost looks like? What's that black girl from Clueless that everybody... We, they took her black card away? <laughs> I don't know. Damn. It's okay. No. What's so, her name? They know They know what she you're saying. She was in the Kanye West video. Ooh. Amber Rose? No. <laughs> <laughs> the girl from Clueless. Google it. Okay. Damn, I know and, her name. I just really can't think of it right now, but she, that's what she looks like. And when I first saw her, I'm like, maybe, but maybe not. Maybe she's not black. And then I was like, nah, she looks like, she looks like her. No, I looked at every single picture I could of this girl from every angle, and she did not look. Stacey Dash. That's, oh, Stacey. She almost gives me Stacey no, Dash. No, she doesn't. No, I'm not. She's prettier than Stacey Dash, but I think like her yeah. nose and her face shape really give me Stacey Dash. No. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I think so. I don't like Stacey Dash at I don't either. All. That's, see, I forgot the whole lady's name. So no, seriously. At this point. Throw her away. But yeah, shout out to them. I always felt like Harry was probably down with this world. That man really loves Africa. What's so. she's she doesn't look black. She doesn't, but she has a very black mom. So. Her mom has dreads, actually. Yeah, so, so she has a very black mom. Her dad just happened to have you know stronger genes. Yeah, but so yeah, we got a first half black princess. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. At least in England and Wales. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Um, the affirmation today, um, if I can love them, I can have the capacity to love myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can't be out here just giving people all the best of us and not giving the best of us back to ourselves. You know, I saw someone, um, retweet or like repost. It could have been you, a post from someone else where they said, you need to wake up every day and like schedule out how much percent of yourself you're going to give out to different situations. Mm -hmm. So like... I know I'm going to work. I'm going to give, you know, all my 100%, 90%, 85%. That's, it's, uh, what was it? It was about your energy, right? Yeah. Yeah. How much you're going to put towards each situation so that, you know, by the end of the day, you're not drained and exhausted. Mm-hmm. You can't be on negative E. No, not for nobody else. Because let me tell you, the white man will replace you the next day let me if tell you drop down and die. Right. And you know what? Can I tell y'all, when I was leaving my old job to go to this new job, I was when I tell y'all, I, get, I stressed myself out. Like, I was getting to the point where I was getting sick because I was so worried about if they could find somebody in time to replace me because it was a heavy time. Um, in the season at the arts center, I was worried and nervous about taking off so I could go to these interviews and what have you. And my aunt really had to tell me, like, if you weren't doing your job well enough, they would drop you in a heartbeat. They wouldn't care about what your next move is. They wouldn't care about what rent you have to pay, what, you know, how you have to get here and there, how you got to pay for food. They will replace you. Right. So, yes, do a good job. But where you work is not your end all be all because everybody is looking out for their own selves. Absolutely. And you got to do that too. Absolutely. And to keep this in mind when you in these relationships with people too, you can't give, granted, it's going to be um, a shift in what you can give and what you can't throughout the entirety of the relationship, but you can't always be given 90% and they give 10. That's not fair. No, it's not. Comes a point where somebody has to take care of you too. And it's okay to say it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-mm, not today, Satan. Mm-hmm. Not today. Absolutely. I need this 100%. So I'm going to stay home and recharge and I'm going to have to ignore your call. Mm-hmm. But I'll call you back tomorrow because mm-hmm. tomorrow I'm starting over. Yeah. So yeah. That's how I did on Sunday. <laughs> the unbossed today. 
Yes, yeah, so the uh, unbossed today is... Sorry, y'all gotta excuse me. Y'all know we, y'all know we uh, record in the house. <laughs> um, it is a company called Reform School, and they make handcrafted um, items such as enamel pins and neckties. So, you know people who like to like look trendy and put the little pins on their bags or on their jean jackets or what have you. Um, I don't know the man's name who creates them, but um, like I said, it's called Reform School. You can find them on Etsy. You can find him on Instagram. And he has pins of, I'm just naming you a few, Maxine Waters, which is always a great one, Stevie Wonder, Celia Cruz, James Baldwin. He has um, Whoopi Goldberg in the color purple saying the part about So You Do Right By Me. Langston Hughes, <laughs> Marvin Gaye, etc. And it comes with a little informational like tag. Like if you ever get a, a Alex and Ani bracelet, how it tells you what the bracelet's about. It comes with a little tag like that. And he also has really nice um, bow ties and like lapel pins. So I'm telling y'all, his stuff is really dope. Super, super dope. And even looking at it, he keeps up with the times. Like you know how Frederica Wilson got really big when it came when the um that young man, the soldier, died. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took a while for his body to get back. Yeah, you know how Frederica Wilson kind of stepped up and right. made it apparent that this is not right. right. So he made a pin shortly thereafter about her. That's dope. Yeah. So he has a lot of a lot of nice stuff. I see he has a pink and green something right here. I'm gonna have to check out later. <laughs> but yeah. If any of you are dancers out there, he has Josephine Baker and Catherine Dunham and 119 other items I'm not going to scroll through right now. But like I said, you can get him on Instagram, Etsy, at Reformed School. And he's based out of Chicago. So if we have any Chicago listeners. Also, if we have any New York, New Jersey, tri-state area listeners, there is a new exhibit in the city right now. It's the Louis Vuitton exhibit. It's really cool. I went this weekend. Tickets are free, so you can just go online, reserve tickets. Um, the wait on the line, I say I say I waited about 10 minutes because the line was moving pretty quick. Um, but it basically walks you through the life of how it started, um, Louis Vuitton, like how the bags even looked back in the day. Like they have bags on um, circular objects moving in circles, like all these different wallpapers and lightings. I thought it was pretty dope. It's like an art installation. Yeah. What I saw. It's really dope. It's in. It's like um, at the Exchange Place, so it's like eighty six Trinity, Lower Manhattan, like by Battery Park. And yeah, you can just go online and get tickets and go. Like it's a cute little thing you can do with your friends or your boo. Your baby. Right. Anybody. Get the girls together and do something fun. That sounds dope. Sounds very dope. No, it is dope. Yeah. Speaking of the art scene, I want to head to some places. Some art places? Like the Whitney. Oh, yeah. We're, oh, we're going. Oh, and we're Schoenberg, going. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I was about to say I wasn't invited to this. <laughs> but today we are talking about talking to me nice. Mm-hmm. So we all know that phrase going around, talk to me nice, talk to me nice, talk to me nice. Kind of ratchet or you. it's your anthem. It's either or. But we're going to talk about communication. Mm-hmm. Like talking to people. Um, I guess we could start off kind of with like our, my favorite form of communication. Mm-hmm. I like to text. Like I'm, I'm more of a texter. I don't like to talk on the phone, but if I do have to talk on the phone, it needs to be FaceTime because I need to see how you are receiving what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to be on hold. I like three way though. I like three way conversation if we're getting something done. But don't just call me and ask me like my mom will call me and ask me a question. She could text me. 
That's annoying. That's frustrating <laughs> to me because I'm like, you could have texted me. But yeah, how about you? Um, I prefer phone call or FaceTime because I feel like the nature of my job, I scroll through my phone all day. And with Goddess Culture, I do that. And then my personal life, I do that. So I really don't want to be looking at the phone screen all the time. So if it's, okay, if you're somebody I don't really talk to, I'd rather you text me because then the phone conversation would be less awkward. But if I talk to you all the time, I'd rather you call me so that we could talk, if that makes sense. I feel more comfortable talking to you than I do texting. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I actually hate texting. I do it I, all the time. You would I never think, know, but I hate texting. I think texting is fundamental. It's like, convenient. It's important. I think it's convenient, but uh, I just don't. Like you it. have a lot of time to think. Like, if you texted me, you would be like, wow, she's mad cool. Like, I like her. And then if you talk to me on the phone, you'd probably be like, what is this, <laughs> what is this girl talking about? See, I go off on tangents. I'm like, the opposite. I'm super weird. Like, it's just a lot. Yeah. I think text. Texting is okay until, no, the best time to text is when you're arguing, I think. Because you don't run the risk of sounding dumb. You get to think about everything you say. When you when you argue, <laughs> when you're arguing, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> when you're arguing, and then when you're like flirting with Bay on the phone. Because then you can say stuff that sounds real cute and it sounds nice as opposed to being on the phone and tripping over your words and sound like an idiot. Let's talk about speaking of bays or stranger that wanna be bays. People who cat call you on the street like, "Hey yo ma, miss, excuse me, sister, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> Do you have some time to spare?" I hate that. My thing is that shit is annoying. My thing is okay. Shoot your shot. No. No. Listen. Let, no. let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Respectfully, shoot your shot. And no. When, listen. And once I say no, leave me the hell alone. I don't hear nothing else. Because it could be, you know, maybe somebody meets their soulmate at a gas station and he's trying no. to say hello. Did you go to the gas station looking for a soulmate? No, but you know, exactly. you don't go nowhere looking for a soulmate. You end up finding one. The last place I'm looking for somebody <laughs> is when I'm walking to the gas station. <laughs> okay, it could be anywhere. But what I'm saying is, as long as it's not, as long as you're not calling me out my name, don't yo me. I don't respond to anybody that says yo, actually. Um, if you come respectfully, excuse me, you look nice. I was going to tell you look nice. Whatever. Oh, thank you so much. And if you say, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm sorry, I have to go. And I continue with my life. Don't come follow me. Don't say nothing else. Don't, oh, can I have your number? I got a man. Oh, can't you have friends? Don't go there. That's when that right there really sets me off. That makes sense. Because if you were my man, if you are you were my man, and somebody said, oh, can't you just have friends? And I said, yes, you would be pissed. Right. So don't ask me that. Right. <clears throat> The whole idea, the whole idea behind somebody catcalling you makes me sick. Like, yeah. first of all, usually like if I'm pulling up to the gas station, I'm always in a rush. Like I don't even want to be there. Facts. I was don't really talk trying to, to get me. told money so I can get on the road. Don't talk to me. If I'm running into Walgreens, I'm running into a store. Like, don't talk to me. Don't especially don't talk to me with a yo ma. I can't stand or, hey, that. Beautiful. I really can't. I really can't. First of all, a my name will start with an A. That's not, <laughs> get, that's not get anyone's attention. A, are you serious? You really want me to stop and have, an, have any type of conversation with you and you approach me A. Right. I would have I rather somebody came up to me like, oh, I'm looking for the directions or something. Then I help them and then they'd be like, by the way, you're beautiful. That's wow. Yeah. I'd be like, you know, you have that's a nice what I'm day, saying. Sir. That's what I'm saying. Like that right there, granted, 
I'm not gonna like give you any play off of it, but I can respect that so no, much more than, than yelling across a gas station or me already telling you I have a man and you continuing on trying to get at me. This this or might... offering to put me in your Instagram for a hundred dollars. Oh, <laughs> I was like, who do y'all think I am? Wow, I can give you a hundred dollars if you do my Instagram videos because I said no to talking to him. Like that's not gonna wow. help you out anymore either. Wow, that's yeah. really corny. trash. This might be segueing a little bit off topic, but um, the show on Netflix, she's got to have it. Mm-hmm. I need to check that out. So I've been, I started, I'm like on episode four. So I'm not going to spoil anything because I really haven't gotten far. But um, she kind of talks about a part where like, you know, a guy called her Ayo Ma and she kind of does a poster off of it and like the person, someone, because I haven't found out yet, someone writes on it like profanity, like da da da. And then the show in that episode... It talks about like guys were the guy was basically saying to her, you know, you dress like that. So what do you expect? Mm-hmm. So the outrage and the the disgust that I had for like that comment is like through the roof because that has happened to me before. Like they feel like based off of how I dress, mm-hmm. that should be how a man should react. Yeah, that don't make sense. Or even a woman. Anybody should react based off of what you're wearing. So you're telling me a girl should just dress like... A nun. Right, a nun, basically, everywhere she goes to prevent a man man from catcalling her or approaching her. What about teaching men? Because you know what's crazy is when y'all have do-rags on and y'all stagging y'all's pants, y'all don't want people to treat y'all like a thug. Right. You know what I'm saying? You want people to treat you as a black man that's not a threat. But then on the, on the other opposite the opposite end of the spectrum, I wear a short skirt and I'm a hoe and you can approach me any type of way you want. Right. Like, yeah. based off of what I wear, you think you can, you know, treat me accordingly? I don't know. Is that backwards, though? Because I, think, I would want... But, like, I don't think it matters what you no, wear. No, because if there's a homeless person, you don't treat them like an asshole just because they're, they're, they got holes in their shoes. Like, you still treat them with, uh, with, respect, with respect and, and that's humanely. Very true. You know what I'm saying? That works across the board. And that's very true. Yeah, people I, try to hold double standards to everything. That's what throws it all off. I know. If we teach men, you know, not to catcall or, you know, approach somebody with respect or this is how you talk to a woman, regardless if she's black, orange, purple, wearing mm-hmm. a short skirt, long skirt, like this is what you do, then, you know, I would hope it would have a different mm-hmm. result. Mm-hmm. But the world we live in now, like everyone's so like square minded. Like, I don't know, I was watching an interview and the girl was talking about like, you know, her outfit that she wore was a little revealing and like the guy kind of said like oh yeah reminded him of a stripper so she got upset she was offended but like regardless if it looked like a stripper didn't look like a stripper was a stripper like why didn't he feel the need you know so articulate like what does that have to do based off of who she is like what does that how does that really affect who she is yeah it doesn't men have try to use any excuse to get to justify their trash actions i said that on twitter recently but speaking of men and communication, let's talk about the word no and how people like Harvey Weinstein have chosen to ignore that <laughs> that word. I don't know what's more disgusting. That. Or apparently Matt Lauer, too, and that kind of makes me sad. My grandma cried I, did she? for like an hour. I didn't realize Katie Couric had said some stuff about him before. Really? Yeah, apparently like there was a whole debacle with Matt Lauer and Katie Couric, whatever, and I had no idea. I like liked Matt Lauer. I really don't know him as well. But my grandma said that's her on-screen boyfriend. So for my grandma to oh, claim goodness. him, 
You know. Yeah, that's sad. What's up with men and not knowing what no means? You know what? I don't, I'm not making an excuse for anybody because I obviously am a strong feminist and I believe that you know, what's wrong is wrong and you should be put in jail and do time for what you did. But back in the day, you know, when Harvey Weinstein's and Bill Cosby's were in their young age, these are things that what they've been doing. You know what I'm saying? It's coming out now, but these are things they've been doing all their life. No one's ever told them no before. Or he's paid off people know. before. Yeah, this is the things thing that... The thing is, you know what's wrong. Bill Cosby. My thing is, you know what's wrong if you, yeah, if but you no pay one's people. Telling if you you're pay, wrong. But listen, you know what's wrong if you have to pay people to be quiet. Yeah, but if no one's telling you you're wrong, no. why would you change your behavior? No, people, it's not, I don't think that it's that people, it's that they're not being held accountable for their actions. You know what's wrong. Because if I have to pay you to be quiet, I'm paying you to shut yeah, but up, you know it's wrong. You would know it's wrong if that was one time. They've paid multiple people. After the fifth person, when does it become like, all right, this is a pattern. This person well, is I, a, a serial molester, that's what I'm saying. rapist that's person. That's what I'm saying. People aren't being held accountable for their actions. They know it's wrong because if I have to sneak around, think about it. If you're if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're texting somebody but you delete the text messages when you're around your, your man, you know what's wrong. Right. If you have to hide it, if you have to don't call my phone between this and this time, you have to hide it, you know what's okay. wrong. Okay, but, but if you never get caught, let's say happy You just, you living wrong as you, hell. You're, you know it's wrong, but you're just going to keep going. You're not yeah. going to stop. That's what I'm saying. Harvey Weinstein and them, these aren't no allegations one, from yesterday. No these one are, ever made them pay. No one ever made them be accountable right, for and their this, actions. And that's the issue. Y'all have to. Time. And this is like, honestly, this is why you have to teach your boys young. You have to be held accountable for your actions. When I was in kindergarten, a boy smacked my butt, right? At the time, I was distraught. I'm like, he put his hands, you know, my mom, when I first went to school, my mom was like, nobody touch, you know, your chest, your vagina, or your butt. Like, right. just nobody should have their hands there, period. And she would ask me, like, nobody, like, every now and then, she'd be like, nobody touch your private parts, right? And a boy smacked my butt. And at the time, my mom wasn't that hype because... It, it wasn't like anything... I wasn't raped or anything like that. But my mom was like, that's not cool, though. So she talked to the teacher. Teacher tells her, you know, well, everybody justified it. Like, boys will be boys. Oh, hell no. And it's like, that's the problem right there. That that boy was wrong. Because he, you know, when it came time for him, for him to tell what happened, he ducked around it. But no one ever said, do not do that anymore. Right. That is wrong. That made her feel uncomfortable. You shouldn't feel comfortable putting your hands on a girl in any way if she didn't give you permission. That wasn't the conversation. The conversation is, boys would be boys. And how old were you? I was in kindergarten. He was in the first grade. All right. And, and, and it, you know what else? It was, he likes you. That was the conversation. Who was liking who in the kindergarten in the first grade? That shit is mad annoying. You do not show that you are interested in somebody. By pulling their hair, by smacking by their butt. By sexual advances. By touching. By none of no, those things. No. No. And that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. He knew it was wrong and he shouldn't do that. But at the time, nobody held him accountable right after it happened. Right. And who knows that that thought process. This goes back to even Harvey and Bill Cosby and all them. Yeah. No one's telling you you're wrong. Everybody's saying boys will be boys. Everyone's saying the girl may have been a little bit too promiscuous or, you know, she was walking around the office doing this and that still. Mm -hmm. She could have came to, to work in a bikini, a two piece, uh, a bodycon from Fashion Nova, whatever she wanted to come in. That still doesn't give somebody the Permission. right to put their hands on anybody. Put, yeah. Yeah, apparently in one of the reports about Harvey Weinstein, someone was told, I guess someone, a girl was told that when you're working with him, make sure you wear um, a trench coat. It'll be like harder for him to 
do wow. anything y'all want him to do. And to think I should not have to wear a fucking trench coat at work for a man to not put his hands on me. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, and this even stems to like the hood. Like it's like not common knowledge. Like if you go out late and you're in like a Newark or even New York or like just anywhere where it's like you know a little bit more urban. You know, be cover careful what up. you wear. Cover up. Don't you know? Stop and talk to nobody. Like, there's so many things that go go along with becoming a female in society that it's hard. I can I can ima- I can't even imagine what it's like to grow up in this time right now. Like when I grew up, what? At my sweet sixteen, I didn't even have makeup on. I had on like a dip of glitter on my eyelid. Mm-hmm. At my at my prom, I barely had makeup on, and this is all like 2012. Like. Growing up from the 1990s, <laughs> 1990s to 2000s, like, what, what social media? There wasn't no social media. Honestly, Imagine, I didn't have Instagram since so I was a senior in high school. I had Instagram in college. Like, yeah. nobody was on, in your face. This is another I thing that happened. I only for iPhones. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Before it was on before Android. Before it was, like, everywhere. Before it was, like, in the app store. Yeah. Like I was 2011, 2012. But back to the um, real quick to the 10 year old who committed suicide. She the reason she actually committed suicide because I read the story kind of was she was getting bullied and then one day like she stood up to the bully or something of the sorts and some of the girls took a video of it and made a musically. I don't know if anyone knows what a musically is. It's like a music video, mm-hmm. like ish. And it was like going. Mind you, she's 10. Okay, 10 years old dealing with. Being blasted on social media. And what what we fail to realize is that, yeah, she's only 10 and her parents are probably thinking that's not a big deal. You know, you'll get over it. But these kids are in this little world. You know, you're in fifth grade and you're in this fifth grade world. All your friends on your timeline is in fifth bullying grade. Bullying like, truly evolved. Yeah. Because when we were younger, bullying, if you got bullied, that happened at school, maybe after school. But you, you weren't home. seeing it on Facebook, Instagram, yeah, Twitter, Snapchat. You're not seeing it. People aren't distributing it via email. And no one's, like, no one, we haven't gotten to a point where we're teaching our kids that social media is cruel. Right mm-hmm. now, social media is like good. It's, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, get an Instagram, have a Facebook, have a Twitter, have everything. Mm-hmm. Like, talk to people, make friends, socialize. Mm-hmm. But there's a bad side to it too because. You look at celebrities' page, half of those people who comment there are saying hateful things. Yeah. And somebody like me, like, I'm not sensitive or anything, but, like, I always feel like people think I'm a punk. And I always feel like I have to, like, Ooh, show you, so. like, I'm not a punk. Like, I will really fight you. And I feel like Cardi B has the same problem, too. Yeah. Where she, like, always wants to go at people. But I, I know the feeling. It's like, ha, 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 you think I'm a punk. Like, mm-hmm. you think I won't go off. Mm-hmm. So it's like trying to defend yourself and, like, imagine going through that. As a 10-year-old, I can imagine it all. You know what I'm saying? It's like how we raise kids now and how we even talk to people communication-wise is like, you have to be so careful. You don't know what you're saying to offend anybody. And it's important that we, you know, you don't say fucked up shit. Like, it's just like, that's (laughs) basically it. Simple as that. And don't raise fucked up people. Like, that's not cool. I'm not cursing no more for the rest of the episode, guys. I promise. Like... I hate that. I hate when you I were that, on but. your soapbox. Bye. 200% <laughs> agree. Like, it really starts with the people who okay this type of stuff in the home when children are young and impressionable. Yeah. Nah, I talk crazy about my brother. My mind got slapped in my lips. So, at <laughs> that point, I wasn't talking crazy about anybody's kids at school. No, I mean, I mean, 
I'm not gonna say I probably I didn't say things people. that was a little mean every now and then, but mm. I always knew it was wrong, and I always like I just grew up knowing that you shouldn't do that type of stuff. Right. I feel like over time, like I evolved because I used to be like not a bully, but I was like not even a comedian, like because I really wasn't funny. I just was mad standoffish. <laughs> And I just wasn't a people person. And I feel like that's because of like how I was raised. Nobody in my house is like, how are you feeling today? Mm. Are you? Do you have a, a cut? Like I wasn't raised like with a, a quilt or anything like that. So now I was just like, you know, I just tell people how it is. And sometimes that's not how you should speak to people. Um, yeah. I feel like communication had to evolve for me. Like super quick. When I got to college, mm-hmm. I was like... I can't say certain things that I would have said at home or I felt comfortable saying around my friends. Like, I always talk about how me and Jordan met. <laughs> and, you know, like, that was, like, a major turning point in my life. 2013, right? 2013. What is it? About to be 18. We've known each other for a long time. But that was a major turning point in my life where I learned how to communicate with people. You have to learn how to communicate with each person. Like your coworkers, for example, you talk to them a different way, and that's okay mm-hmm. to talk to them a different way than you talk to your friends at home, because that's how you communicate with people. Yeah, so I I feel like I've listened to a lot of people's podcasts and they talk about what they call code switching, and some people are like, you should act the same way how you act at home that you act in the workplace, but it's like that don't even make sense. I yeah, I have to disagree with that because I'm actually not gonna get fired because I want to be lax in the office. Right, and it's not saying that she's at work I'm not a and she's person. like. Her, her thoughts are different. Her morals are different. It's right. not like that. It's like what I say is limited because of the fact that I'm in a different environment. Yeah, I'm not going to be throwing around F-bombs at my job. Yeah, you know <laughs> like, what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be talking about, oh, yeah, we out to the club. It's lit. Even mm-hmm. though I don't talk like that. But yeah, I wouldn't even talk like that, you mm-hmm. know? Or feel so entitled to share my opinion about everything because it's not warranted all the time at my job. No, it's not. You it's know? really not. And how you, like... Because there's some of my coworkers where... You know, I'll say a task or, you know, need help with something. And they don't interpret things good through verbal communication. They'll be like, can you email me? And for me, like, at first, like, I'm a millennial. So, like, I like things quick. Like, email is slow to me. Mm -hmm. Scanning things is so overrated to me. Like, I'm so confused why we're still doing it. But I had to learn, like, you know, even though I think it's easy if she screams across the room and tells me, hey, da-da-da, this person on the phone, Mm -hmm. she appreciates it when I, like, you know, send her an email email and explain it better because her reading it is easier for her. Right. And I think that that can segue into any facets of life, like, relationships, family. Like, I talk to my 8-year-old sister different than I talk to my 16-year-old sister. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to. You know, the they, things they that... They receive things differently. Yeah, and, like, I want to teach her that you can, you know, be... You can still be yourself. You can still be yourself, but, you know, hold yourself to a different mannerism around certain people. Mm-hmm. And I need people, especially people who feel like I'm grown, I'm old, I'm in my second my ways. You kind of have to get over that because that is not true. You can change if you absolutely want to. And saying that you talk to people crazy just because that's how you are is not acceptable. No. That's really... You know what? That's childish. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because that is a serious issue. Yeah. I hate when people be like, that's just how I am. Like, but how you are is wrong as hell. So you can't use that as a justification. That's not okay. This is is actually Shanice, like, 
post 2013. I was like, nobody's gonna change me. This is how I am. Like, this is what this is what I say. You don't like it. Like, you don't gotta talk to me. Then I had a reality check that that shit don't work. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm gonna put myself on timeout. I'm actually not gonna talk. Go ahead, Jordy. You can speak. No, finish. Because finish. no, I literally can't control myself. And it's upsetting me. Finish. Because I had to order this burrito before this place closed. No, but um, what was I even saying? Oh, yeah. Post-2013, Shanice was like a whole different person. And then once I realized, like, oh, my gosh, like, it's okay to talk to people nice. Like, talk to me nice. Back to the topic. Right. <laughs> then I realized, you know, I can tailor what I want to say. I can say what I want to say, but tailor it to the audience. Mm-hmm. And that, that makes for good public speaking. That makes for good communication. That makes for good friendships. Like, if you value the person you're speaking to and you value people itself, like, you would talk to people nice. Like, I think now anybody can talk to me besides the catcalling bullshit. The <laughs> catcalling stuff. That's in the garbage. That's, it's a wrap. Everybody who catcalls could gather together so we could collectively throw you in the garbage. Um, we'll be meeting at <laughs> Main Street <laughs> on Tuesday. I'm here for it. But yeah, um, yeah. How you how you communicate with your family? I don't know. How do you communicate with your family? That is actually a great question because, you know, my family has a tendency to want to get our point across, and I recognize now when I was younger, I definitely was like that. Like there was a point where me and my mom. My mom was like my best friend. But there was a point in like middle school where I realized how, well, I didn't realize how much I was like my mom, but I'm very much like my mom and we like to be right and we like for people to hear what we have to say. So we used to butt heads a lot because we would, I don't know, we would basically just not back down until we felt like our point was heard. Right. Now as an adult, I recognize my brothers are like that. Well, not my brothers, <laughs> my Thomas, my the oldest of my mom's boys was like that. And I just had to recognize that there comes a time where you have to pull back and you can't match people all the time. You kind of just have to like let them say what they're going to have to say because if y'all both going head to head, no one's going right. to hear what anyone has to say. So I think how I communicate with my family now, I'm not going to say there aren't times I feel the need to have my communication, my words just so heard and understood. Right. But I'm at a point in my life now where I'm able to just let stuff rock until... I feel like what I have to say will be heard and received. Right. I feel like to have a a successful communication strategy is like you really have to value, you have to value that person Mm -hmm. or like not even as in it could be a stranger, anybody, but you have to value what they're about to say and and care about the conversation in Mm -hmm. order to, you know, monitor how extra or how limit, limitless you are Mm -hmm. in a sense. Yeah. With my family, I'm like, sometimes you could catch me on a good day when I'm like, yo, let's talk calm. And then some days I'm annoyed. Like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to yeah. communicate. That's like, very true. I'm like that too. And then it's like, when you have an attitude, everybody's like, oh, you have an attitude. It's like, no, I don't have an attitude. Like, I just don't want to talk to you today. You know, I think people, and this is kind of not, has nothing to do with family because it could be with anybody, but people don't respect the fact that sometimes you just need time to yourself. Yeah. Because I feel like whenever I'm not chatty Cathy, people are like, what's wrong? What's, how come you, why are you being so quiet? Yo. Who did something to you? And everybody, like, it doesn't matter where I am. If I'm at work and I'm not talking a lot, people are like, oh, are you sick? Like, no, I just don't yes. mind talking to you or yes. anybody right now today. Oh, my god! And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with me. Yeah, let me tell y'all, Sunday, 
<laughs> I slept the day away. Besides Mercury being in retrograde, and we'll get there too, I slept the day. I did not feel like talking to anybody. Nobody did anything to me. No one pissed me off. Nobody right. was mean to me. Nobody was rude to me. Nobody didn't do something they said they were going to do. Jordan just needed some time to herself. And that's okay. And that is a-okay. And that is also part of communication. No, yeah. Realizing when you need to pull back so that you can take care of yourself. So you can replenish yourself. And I feel like that, too. I feel like I always have to be talking or, like, if I'm too quiet, especially if I'm with two people who I know whose personality, who don't know each other or, like, whose personalities are not as, like... You have to be, like, them. Yeah, yeah, like I gotta be the the, the jeckler, yeah. like in the middle of the crowd dancing, Millie rocking. Like <laughs> this is why I retired dancing. Like I'm not dancing no Stop more, it. and not like it. stripper dancing, like just dancing at the club, like at parties. She and makes stuff. my moves, so she don't gotta dance. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I made money moves, but yeah, like I feel like I always have to be extra. And then when I do have that day, it's like everybody will say, "What's wrong? Are you okay? Are you okay? What's wrong?" And it feel like I have to make up something because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta make. Yeah, that's when people are like you. I'm just tired. Like yeah. it's like I'm not tired. I sound like talking to you. Yeah, yeah. And like, no, that's very true. Yeah. So like I said, segueing back to Mercury being in retrograde. So Mercury is the planet that has everything to do with communication, and it heavily impacts. Um, electronics and machines and travel and transportation so let me tell y'all mercury retrograde started on december 3rd that was a saturday yeah no it started december 2nd that was saturday and i had to work on saturday let me tell y'all i left my house an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes before i had to be where i was going you know it should only take me an hour to get there how long did it take you so i have shanice drive me to the train station Oh, yeah, I was there. Get in the train and from Jersey to New York. And, of course, it was delayed like 10 minutes. But that's fine. I'm like, I gave myself wiggle room. I get to New York. I literally about to hop on the C train. The C train will drop me off blocks from where I have to be. I was going to be there early. Jump on the C train. The conductor is like, there's a fire at 125th. We're stopping the C train. So I'm like, you have to be kidding me. Whatever. <laughs> that's why I have Uber. That's why I have Lyft. Get out the train station Call an Uber. The Uber's like, we'll be here in 17 minutes. And it's going to take me 22 minutes to get there. I'm like, at this oh point, gosh. I've already been delayed 10 minutes. I can't wait 17 minutes for a car. Mm-mm. I cancel it. I call a Lyft. The Lyft's like, we'll be there in five. I'm like, great. I can wait five minutes because it's five minutes going to take me 20 minutes to get there. That's only 25 minutes. That only leaves, that leaves me with a 10-minute window. Right. Five minutes passes. The Uber call, I mean, the Uber, does, they, I mean, the Lyft doesn't call me or anything. It just switches to a new driver. It says 11 more minutes for the wait. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm waiting. <laughs> it gets down to zero minutes. The man calls me like, I'm going to be 15 minutes. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, you have to be kidding me. So, of course, I, I throw put the it, whole app away. Throw it, just throw the whole transportation system away. <laughs> so, I put in my GPS to see how long it's going to take to walk. 28 minutes. I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. So, I, <laughs> so, I decided to just start walking. So I, let's see if I could catch an Uber closer to the place. You know, maybe there's one close to me. Get in the Uber. This man has to take me all the way around Midtown because the tree lighting is happening. Mm. <laughs> Girl, I had to get out the Uber, and, I mean the lift, and run to where I had to be. Oh, my God. So imagine I get there. I'm sweating. I'm like wow. irritated at this point. I would be so tight. So basically, Mercury retrograde really messed me up with the whole travel and transportation thing. But you didn't let it ruin your day, did you? No, because when I got there, 
it was no rush for anything. Oh. They were like, oh, if that happens, just give me a call. It's okay. We usually do most of the work before you get here anyway. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, I did all this. But anyway, that's about the travel and transportation. But what I was really trying to get at is the communication. While Mercury is in retrograde, this is the time for you to be very, very clear with what you mean, with how you say things. Don't leave anything to be misinterpreted because it will be. Um, if there are things that need to be addressed that are important, don't text. Call someone. If it's an official thing, um, don't text. Do it over email so you have like a, pa- a official paper trail. Um, yeah. If people say they didn't get your text this time until December 22nd or 23rd, they probably really didn't get your text. They're not playing you. Right. And also technology is messed up. So don't depend on anything. Like I swear no. to God. Yeah, don't. Me and... My Peyton, actually, we're trying to get to, like, Newark Mm -hmm. from your house. And it took me, like, through Union, like, all the way around, Mm -hmm. back. And Peyton called me, like, where are you going? And I'm like, I I put it in the GPS. Like, and it was just wrong and wrong. So Yeah, if you're shipping anything, if you want it to arrive by Christmas, you need to ship out two weeks before it needs to be here. Yeah. Um, All your Christmas shopping. Check your bank statements, too. Um. There can be errors yeah. and what you're charged, double wow. charged, all that. Chase fraud just called me today. Yeah, and um, what's the call? When I was um, this, I think there were remnants of Mercury retrograde happening before, but Black Friday weekend, I got charged by the where I ordered my dress from twice, and I rush ordered both two pairs of shoes that did not make it to me in time. Did which you is why I have no, I have to ship them back. Oh, you better tell them about the shipping. Oh. I was emailing Aldo, like, uh, yeah. And I emailed the place when I, I tried to order the same shoes from um, Amazon. And I told them, like, they're not here and I need them here today. I need my money back. And they were like, start the return process on Amazon. Right. But, yeah, so wow. just beware. Things may not come on time. So, Don't take things personal when people talk a certain way. Basically. Be clear with what you need, what you want. And also, just to give, like, communication tips, because I know we were, like, all over the place. But we really were. <laughs> what's different than any, any other episodes? episodes? Right. Like, we never know what's going to come out. But communication is key. Key in all facets of life. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to be successful. You want to be an entrepreneur. You want to mm-hmm. be a, a anything. Communication is going to be involved. And mm-hmm. it's important that, you know, you, you find it important. Yeah. You want to be in a relationship. That's important, too. And it's important that you... Master it. If not now, now. Like <laughs> today, tomorrow, like someday, figure it out because you're gonna lose out on plenty of opportunities if you don't know how to get your thoughts across without being, you know, mm-hmm. ratchet. Yeah. Or with you know, get your point your your point across. Period. Because sometimes we're afraid to talk. Yeah. I remember when I was working my last job, my boss was literally like, "If you need help, I need you to tell me," because <laughs> you don't ask for help. And I've always had that problem ever since I was young. In school, my teachers used to be like, Jordan needs help. She needs to say something. Because right. I would be like, oh, I just hate math. Instead of being like, I don't get this. Can you explain this? No, right. So just like, do you have any final thoughts before you wrap up? Um, No, I think we. I've pretty much said all I need to say. I've been yeah. talking this whole time. No, I feel like I've been talking all day. But there's only two of us, so someone has to do the job. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're going to jump right into Fresh Face. Um, be careful what you eat, guys. I had a huge 
rash on my face. I don't know if somebody gave me a kiss on my face or like, I th- no, it's probably not a kiss because nobody kisses me. But it's definitely from what I was eating at the time. Like I was like really hungry last week. Like not pregnant, guys. I'm not pregnant. Just just throwing <laughs> that out there. Now you really hungry. <laughs> no, yeah, it's starting to sound like a trend. It's not. But yeah, so I was like eating at different restaurants. You know, now that I go to school in Jersey City, um, I'm trying different foods there. And I think I just want to bring up the importance of, you know, reading reviews on Yelp and checking their grade <laughs> on their door because not everybody's food is something you should consume. Facts. And you have to remember whatever love or extra stuff they're putting in it when they're making it that's they going wash, in your body like you know what i'm saying cast iron pot they don't they use the same pot but to fry the fish that to they make fry the, the chicken and make the fries you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's all clicking to me now so now i'm about to buy a cookbook so i could cook because <laughs> what happened to my skin never happened to me before and i was in pain like literal pain so it's important you watch what you eat and where you buy it from and how how clean they are yeah. Because, you know, everybody will be like, mm, go to Billy Joe's down the block to make the best cheesecake. Blah, blah, blah. But Billy Joe didn't wash his hand in six days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Billy Joe, you know, dropped the fork and put it back in the pot. Right. Billy Joe has a C score <laughs> on his <laughs> on his window. And no, that you know, is so true. Food impacts what happens on your face. Oh, like, honestly. Honest to God. Right. Oh, real quick, just to t- just to touch back on communi- communication for half a second. I just want to figure out, you folks who have jobs who probably pay the same amount of mine, are how y'all affording um really expensive shit? And, and, I, and I can't. And I'm just curious if you can communicate to me what y'all doing. I can't scam, so don't suggest that. Just communicate to me how you getting this money because I got a few things that I need, and it's the holiday time. Well, I need it for myself, so I can get it at any point. But just let me know. Communicate that to me. Right. Because I pay rent and I don't really add... Maybe y'all don't pay rent. I don't know. But just let me know. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's about it. Um, We are about to make a year, guys. Yes. Um, it's about to be Goddess Culture has been alive for a year. January 1st, it 2017. Has yeah. January 1st was our first episode. Mm. And now it's about to be January 1st, 2018. And mm-hmm. we need some feedback. You know, I think yes. we're going to make a... A survey a, a quest no for our like episode mm-hmm. for our final episode we should do like the the ask that fm thing oh yeah and like do like a lot we need to get it started now though because if we do yeah. it a week before and it's only seven questions i'm gonna be sad. that's what i'm saying that's why we're gonna you know oh pop yeah it now we should probably set that up weeks. before you go okay all right so yeah we'll do that we want like real feedback like we questions what you liked, what you didn't like. What you don't... No, please, put what you don't like. Because yeah, we, we get a lot offended. of positive feedback, but we need something negative, too, because we need we know we can do better. Yeah. And, like, shout out to everybody who slides in our DMs and about be like, how we know the next episode. <laughs> we can't tell you how many people were like, all right, um, so it's been, like, They was on their watch, weeks. like... <laughs> and we, we love that. Like, we really appreciate that because that mm-hmm. reminds us, like... Literally, someone DM'd us this morning. We're like, all right, what time are you free today? Yeah, like, and she... That's not the first time she DM'd us. No, shout out to her. Shout out to you. You um, really be keeping I us, say, holding us accountable. I say we don't wait until the new year to get back at one episode a week. We got to figure something out. Yeah. We got to figure... At least... Because we... 
All right, one episode a month. <laughs> no, we're filming again this week, so we're going to be back on track. Yeah. God willing. Pray for us. Yeah, and hopefully we have a couple of good things coming up with some yeah. guys. Well, a um, guy with a couple of girls and maybe our girls yeah. on the show. Yeah, a lot of exciting stuff coming up. We're going to be filming all the time. Okay. Mm. All right, so, yeah, that's a wrap. Stay black. <laughs>